Hello, friends and family, podcast friends. Thank you so much for joining me again on another episode of Extraordinary, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. <laughs> this is Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. I'm glad you're with me again this week. Episode 154 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. So glad you are with me today. You want to know more about me? Check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. You can learn more about me. There are many other resources. You can also stream the podcast from that site. Uh, on many episodes, we actually have some handwritten show notes as well that you may find uh, useful. And you can communicate with me through the website as well. We'd love to hear from you. And would you, however you may be listening, would you consider leaving a review and sharing with your friends our podcast? I would really appreciate it. That would help us get the word out in the whole podcast universe. It would help our podcast be more visible. So that would mean a lot to me, and I really appreciate you doing that. As I said, this is episode 154 of our little podcast, and today's, uh, this week's podcast really comes out of a personal experience, something that I've lived through recently, and and I want to talk about when leaders make mistakes, when leaders make mistakes. I grew up in an environment where uh, performance was rewarded and lack of performance had, you know, some consequences, and, and in, that, in that upbringing, it formed my heart, it formed the belief system on how one is rewarded in society, how one receives affirmation, acknowledgement, um, value, is that you have to check all the boxes. And when you don't check the box, you don't get affirmation, you don't get value. So, you know, we can't be perfect as leaders. So what do we do when leaders make mistakes? Let's talk about that. Let me... uh, Hey, let me share with you because I was scrolling through um, our podcast and I want to mention to you a number of episodes that I think, uh, and there may be more than what I'm going to mention, probably are more than what I'm going to mention, but these are some of the more recent podcast episodes that I, I believe are in the same genre of thoughts as what I want to share with you today. Episodes 131 and 32, it's a two-part series about tips for making good decisions and that's going to make sense as I share with you about when leaders make mistakes. Episode 137, 138 are about failure as your friend. Basically, they're not titled out, but that's the general idea. What do you do with failure as a leader? Episode 142 is about a forgiving culture, that as a leader, what is the role of forgiveness in your environment and in your leadership construct? And episode 144 are tips about trustworthy leadership. And so all of those play in to some of the thoughts that I want to share with you today. When leaders make mistakes, I want to share with you uh, six action steps, if you will, that can help you when you as a leader make mistakes or if someone on your team makes a mistake, how do you walk them through a process? Uh, Action step number one is to perfect your leadership and avoid perfectionism. 
So perfect your leadership and avoid perfectionism. So let me tell you what I mean by that. Perfectionism is when there's no room for mistakes. You just expect everything to be perfect. Every I to be dotted, every T to be crossed. Every conversation has to be on point. Every decision has to be at its best. There's just no room for failure or for lack of whatever that perfection bar is that you've set in your environment. When you set it, if someone comes up short, (laughs) then there's retribution, there's a calling out, there's um, some form of negative um, cultural, relational feeling, and that actually stifles people's ability to bring their best selves to the environment. But what you want is you want to perfect your leadership, meaning you want it to be getting better. You want it to grow. You want it to improve. And oftentimes we learn through our mistakes. When I mentioned that I grew up in an environment where attribution, affirmation, reward, acknowledgement, um, you got that when you checked all the boxes. I didn't understand that my behavior needed to be perfected. What I interpreted is that I needed to be perfect instead of being perfected. Be perfect leaves no room for error. A being perfected is a process, and it is growth, and it is development. And embedded within the idea of being perfected are mistakes. So you're going to make mistakes, and I want you to acknowledge that as a leader. And leaders oftentimes have a hard time swallowing that truth that I'm going to make mistakes. In the last 72 hours, I've made mistakes, um, some some difficult mistakes. It's really um, the motivation for this podcast. And so action step number one is to perfect your leadership and avoid perfectionism. Give yourself enough permission, uh, enough acknowledgement that you're going to make mistakes. Hopefully you're not doing it intentionally. Uh, That's a completely different conversation if you're making mistakes on purpose. But as leaders push the envelope, we lead multiple people, we're dealing with the complex dynamics of human relationships and professional goals and accomplishments and achievements and trying to hit target numbers and minister to people and love people, it's, we're going to make mistakes. And so action step number one is to perfect your leadership and avoid perfectionism. Action step number two is to encourage feedback from others. You, you need a culture where people can give you feedback. In the scenario that is really motivating this podcast, I was grateful for the feedback that I got after I had made a statement, made a decision. And the feedback that I got was difficult to hear. It was emotional. And for me, because I'm still working out my own being perfected versus perfection paradigm, it was really difficult to hear some of the feedback. I felt sad. I felt like a failure. There were moments where I felt disqualified as a leader. Can I really do this? The the feedback from others was so helpful, even though it was painful. And you need to know, we need to know how others are experiencing us. They're experiencing our decisions, our, our communication, our heart, our leadership. How are they processing it? How are they interpreting our leadership? And so it's really important when you want to get and encourage feedback from others that you listen and you allow it to happen in a safe place. When it's safe, people will give you the feedback and you need that because sometimes we make mistakes and they help us see that.
You know, feedback not only helps us see where we've made mistakes, the feedback helps us have a clearer picture on how people are processing or interpreting our leadership. The safety that is involved in that and the listening is so, so important. But what else the feedback leads us to is action step number three, is you begin to protect the trust and the relationships. Protect the trust that you have with people and protect the relationships. How you handle your mistakes as a leader can either set you up for future success when you make mistakes or it can set you up for future failure when you make mistakes. Again, I want to go back to action step number one. We are to perfect our leadership and avoid perfectionism. So you're going to make another mistake after this one. Isn't that encouraging? <laughs> glad I could be glad I could be the bearer of good news for you today. You're probably going to make another mistake after this one too. And it's important that when the mistakes are made in the area of leadership, because as we say and have advocated so strongly in this podcast, um, is that leadership's all about people. And so when you make mistakes, it affects people. It affects their heart. It affects their trust. It affects their confidence. It it affects their self-value or it affects their ability to be creative and to feel connected and to be courageous and to be compassionate. All of it can get affected. And so we have to protect the trust. So, you know, when, when I got some feedback and I realized that I had made a mistake as a leader and I was feeling so many negative emotions, I needed to process through that. I needed to summon some fortitude and some some discipline and some character and communicate back to the people that I what's more important to me is not the decision I made. It's the trust that we have in each other. What's more important is not the decision I made, but it's the quality and the strength of our relationship. And so how we handle mistakes can set us up for future success or future failure. Now, when I talk about protecting trust and protecting relationships, what I'm, what I'm not suggesting is that you get 100% agreement on all of your decisions or whatever it was that caused the mistake. That simply may not be possible, which is why trust is so important, because when there's not agreement, there's trust. When there's not agreement, there's trust. Trust can fill in the gap that you know that even if you and others don't agree on a decision, when you pull on the relational rope, you know they are on the other end of it there for you. So protect the trust in relationships. That's why I've mentioned these other podcasts to you, episode 131, 132, 137, 138, 142, 144, because there are other ideas around this idea of how we protect trust and relationships. Action step number four is to apologize and own it. <laughs> you got to apologize and own it. When, when you really made a mistake, don't deflect it. Don't dismiss it. Don't deny it. Uh, don't blame others for it. We are the leaders, and we've got to apologize and own it. And so I'm doing that. I'm apologizing. I did apologize. I'm, I will continue to apologize to those who need it, and I'm going to own my mistake. And I would encourage you to use that language. I mean, in my communication with the individuals, my, my broader communication platforms, I'm using that exact language. I take responsibility for the broken trust that I created. I'm not going to deflect it, blame it, dismiss it, although I kind of feel that way sometimes. Like, hey, there are other there are other factors that are contributing to this. Why aren't those things being highlighted? Why aren't those? But it starts to feel defensive. 
And defensiveness feels like you're not taking responsibility for the decisions, the mistakes that you made as a leader. So apologize and let your apology be sincere and let your ownership of the mistake be authentic. This is the real power of humility and you communicate those things. Now, let me just say something about apologizing. Um, this just came to my mind as I'm recording. I want to see if I can pull this up. W- one of the ideas of apology is that you don't use the word if. <laughs> There's no if in an apology. That If you have to use the word if, you know, I apologize if I did something, then you may not really, doesn't feel like the apology is sincere. And so you don't want to have to use the word if when you are making an apology. You want to just own it and you want to communicate it straightforward and removes the ifs, remove those words that might create um, a shiftiness, if you will, a, a dismissiveness, a way in which you're not fully owning the mistakes that were made. So communicate it. Use these words. Apology. I take responsibility. This is the high road uh, of the low path of humility. And this is a great action step to help leaders when they make mistakes. How about action step number five? Keep your confidence by learning. Depending on the strength of your security, you know, how secure are you as a leader? If, if you wrestle with insecurity for any reason, then your confidence can really be rattled in the, in when, you're, when you make a mistake. And one of the ways that you can keep your confidence is by learning. So for me, yeah, my confidence was rattled a little bit. As I said, the kind of mistake I made because it was hurtful to people, which I just didn't foresee that, but it, but it's, you know, was the feedback given to me. I, my confidence was shaken a little, so I'm uh, working through uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf's Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, five steps that she talks about and how to clean up your mental mess. So I've been exercising her five skills in cleaning up my own mental mess, my own heart mess, and in doing so, I want to keep my confidence because I, leadership happens on the other side of the mistake. How you handle the mistake is role modeling leadership, and you need confidence and humility. You need honesty and ownership. And so what doesn't serve your leadership environment well is that on the other side of the mistake is an unconfident, inconfident, lack of confidence leader. So you got to find your confidence and do it by learning. Assess, how did I make this mistake? Why did I make this mistake? What what could I have done different that would have avoided this mistake? Was it unavoidable? And not just learning through your own processing and your your own reflecting, but you know seek seek out feedback from other people. So you know, in the recent days when I got the feedback and I, I apologized, I owned it, and I sought out reconciliation and seeking to rebuild trust in the relationships that that, that I injected a, a mistrust. I also immediately called two of my closest and dearest people that I love, just to say, hey, my confidence has been rattled, and this is why it's been rattled, and I just want you to know that because I I need you to walk with me as I keep my confidence, (laughs) regain my confidence by learning. And, And then I'm asking questions, you know, from your perspective, how could this have been avoided? From your perspective, is there a silver lining in any of this? And 
one of those calls was so great because as I was processing my own feelings to regain my confidence, to keep my confidence, they were able to highlight a silver lining to this issue that I did not see. And I couldn't see it because I was blinded by my own pain, by my, by my own sadness, by my own frustration. Friends, leaders are going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. And one of the key action steps that you can take when a mistake is made is to keep your confidence by learning. Learn from the mistake and hopefully you minimize how often you will make this mistake. And you can teach and educate others. This is, in essence, what I'm doing in the podcast today. I've learned some things in the last 72 hours. I want to share it with you and hope that it adds value to you and your your leadership walk. Action step number six is to follow through. So what is it you've committed to do through the conversations, um, private reflection and public conversations, private conversations? You've apologized. You've owned it. You're keeping your confidence. You're protecting trust and relationships, and you're encouraging feedback, and uh, you're perfecting your leadership and avoiding perfectionism. Uh, these action words often have behaviors associated with them. They're things that you commit to do, maybe other people commit to do, and so you want to follow through on those things. I remember yesterday I told someone that was affected by a decision I made. I said, okay, well, I will call this person later today. And I didn't want to call them as soon as I hung up because I didn't feel emotionally ready to have that conversation. Years ago, I would have made that conversation, but I've, I've learned to, when there's strong emotions, to let patience and wisdom percolate. And so I called later, and I was able to express my own sense of sorrow and, and um, apology and, and my sense of sadness about how I contributed something painful through a decision that I made. And and I sought out, you know, I would love to chat with you by phone and I'm available. And so uh, you, when you say you're going to do something, you got to do something because leaders who do something big always do something little. Meaning if you're going to do something great in leadership, you've got to make sure you're following through on the little do something that you say you're going to do. All right. So follow through because when you don't follow through <laughs> everything that we've just said before, it feels kind of fake and shallow and artificial. And you don't, that's not the kind of leader you are. I'm, I don't believe that's the kind of leader you are. I don't believe that's the kind of leader you want to be. And as an, an acquaintance said one time, there is no breakthrough without follow through. And so follow through is so important. All right. Six action steps for when leaders make mistakes. Perfect your leadership and avoid perfectionism. Encourage feedback from others. Protect trust in relationships. Apologize and own it. Keep your confidence by learning and follow through. Hey, I hope this was helpful for you today, friends. I do love you. I believe in you. I hope you have a, a great week leading. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay hopeful. And I'll talk to you next week.